Blog Talk Radio. drive me insane we uh we just got home from our trip today and uh we've got a little bit of disney blues a little bit of letdown and uh danny's checking to see if we're on the air because we're good this is our second (laughs) shot at doing the show tonight once again and i am losing my mind with blog talk radio it happens to us constantly we have a mic set up within our computer so we check to make sure the mic is working and then the show will start, we'll get our intro, we'll get our all the nonsense out of the way, and then nothing. Silence. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I haven't really used Blog Talk yet, so I don't really know. I'm thinking about sending you somewhere else, just so uh, we don't give them any more business. Well, I'm not paying. That's true. <laughs> I'm doing, I, well, I'm just going to try it out for my my um, podcast and see how it goes before I give them any of my money. Yeah, it's too bad you guys didn't get to hear the original show because you got to hear a total hissy fit from me. Yeah, that was fun. Hitsy fit from Rudy is always a good time. Well, these things are so annoying because basically what you have to do is you set your show up, you create a thousand hashtags and throw all these pictures in. So it's a really, it's a fairly long process. So if it doesn't work, you have to start from scratch. Can you um, maybe keep everything like copy somewhere? You know, I don't know how to do that. Well, yeah, you do. I really don't. If you were able to figure out all this technical stuff, you can figure out how to use a notebook I, app. Obviously, I haven't even figured this out if it doesn't work. Right, but I mean, a notebook <laughs> app is very easy, and then you can put all your hashtags and all of your, like, whenever you write up the description for the podcast, you can do that. You're going to have to show me. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about you it later. You guys don't need to listen right to our nonsense. So anyway, yeah, we are back from Disney. We, uh, we went there Saturday morning. We did. We flew back this afternoon. We did. And we actually, because... When you do these real short trips, when we do a long trip, if we do 9 to 14 days, we still walk away like we didn't get everything in. And I know some of it has to do with the fact that we have shorter days than we used to yeah. do. Yeah, we got a lot in this weekend. You know, we did and we didn't. That's the thing that drove, drove us crazy because my favorite ride of all time is Splash Mountain. So we went the entire weekend without even getting on Splash Mountain. So this morning we had a 1130 flight. We decided to get up early, which is not very much like us, and we ran over to Magic Kingdom for Rope Drop. We got Splash Mountain in, and we got Big Thunder Mountain in. We did, and some shopping. 
Yeah, we barely. We were just like grabbing <laughs> we were things. Grabbing stuff. Stuff. <laughs> I'll take one of those and one of those. And uh, we, we did make the flight back, so that was nice. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit of Galactic Nights today. Yep. And then this weekend we'll go over our trip. Sounds good. Yeah, because Galactic Nights had so much going on, and I don't think we'd have like a four-hour show, and people that don't even want to listen to us for 40 minutes, let no. alone... 40 hours. And I do have some food prep going on upstairs, so I have to run upstairs for a minute to take something out of the oven in a couple minutes so you can yap for a while. That's kind of weird. Why is it weird? All you do is yap anyway. I just I get like a couple words in here and there. I don't think anyone will even notice. Hold on a second. I gotta go check my eggs. <laughs> I do have to go check my eggs. We'll be right back on the air. Well, you're just gonna talk the whole time anyway. What's the difference? No, I like to look at your face while I'm talking. Well, you can not look at my face for about 30 seconds. I think you'll live. We will live. So anyway, uh, Galactic Nights. It was Sunday night at Hollywood Studios, and we'd never done one before. We were gonna go to the one last year, and unfortunately, we had just returned from two trips. Yeah. So a third one would have been a little bit crazy. So this year, we made a point of it. We were definitely going. Uh, and what I do to Danielle <laughs> is I'll ask her, I'm like, you know, babe, can we go do this Galactic Night thing? We'll do a real short weekend, which to her is Friday and Saturday. And I'll be like, you know, well, you know, the flights are a little cheaper if we go till Tuesday. <laughs> and she just entertains me, and it happens. So that's basically what we did. It was supposed to be like a two-day trip. We turned into a four-day trip under the guise that it was for cheaper flights. Yeah, but, I'm not um, an idiot. Yeah, I know. I just like to shut you up. You don't want to deal with the nonsense. No. Well, wait till you go back to work and you can't take days off anymore. I'm union. I'll still take days off. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was Sunday night. Uh, we've been excited for it for a couple months, especially me. I'm a, a giant Star Wars fan. Um, basically what it is, is they've got all Star Wars entertainment for the night. They take a uh, rock and roller coaster and they do a little bit of a Star Wars overlay they have a lot of extra, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but they had some extra character meet and greets. Yeah, they did. They had like a little scavenger hunt where you went to different backdrops for a picture, and then they give you a little sticker to go on. You, you got a lanyard for the night. That was fun. Uh, they had a dining package, which we did. We did. And then we got mystery money back for it. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Uh, Disney does these little dining packages for certain events all the time. And with the one for Galactic Nights, it was $60. And each person got to pick five items, whether it be drinks or food. You could mix and match however you wanted it. And out of the blue, we got a $45 gift card, like two days before we left, or yep. maybe in the day before we, we left. We just got one, didn't we? Yeah, $45 each. And a lot of people, we talked to a lot of friends, and nobody knew what it was. Right. So uh, one of our friends happened to think that it was $45 that went towards the food. And the next day, we got another email saying that here's your voucher for the food. So apparently... Disney just refunded $45 towards it. And the only thing I can think of is when we were there, I saw signs up at each food kiosk Mm -hmm. that said that the food package was $30. Yeah. So, well, somebody told us that they had trouble selling it, so they must have reduced the price. Which could be. And then they gave us a little extra back because we prepaid for uh, the event so early. But that being said, the food was really good. I mean, it wasn't giant portions. You get... If anybody's ever been to Food and Wine or Flower and Garden and you visit the kiosk, they're small portions. They're like little plates. It's saying that, little plates. They're not like you you don't know you ate something. I mean, it's good enough to get a little bit in you. 
but you know, it's not a full meal. But it's also enough that if you want to get a couple of things at once, you're not you're like getting a taste of everything without getting like overly stuffed. Yeah, we eat a lot of good stuff. We we tried yeah. a lot of different things and they're all Star Wars inspired. What was your favorite? The three cheese pasta with the meatball on yeah. it. Yeah. Which was really good because it was basically macaroni and cheese, like uh, almost like an Alfredo sauce. Mm-hmm. And then they had, it was a lamb meatball on top, but it was spicy. And it had like marinara sauce. So the marinara sauce on top of the uh, three, you're giving me that look like. What? You always laugh at me when I do food reviews. You're setting me up right now, aren't no, you? No, I'm not. Setting you up for what? To mock me. Uh, you, you bring it upon <laughs> yourself, but I wasn't going to say anything. And then, um. I basically did two food items. I did that and I did the eclairs, which, oh my God, you look at eclairs. If you looked at the pictures on the website, they look like full size eclairs. When they actually gave them to me, they were like the size of your finger, three <laughs> little finger eclairs, but they were actually really good. And then I think I used the other three on booze. Which yeah, you were those able little to. shots of booze. Yeah, and that was kind of annoying because when you went up to the kiosk, they showed you a, a normal size glass of booze. Yeah. Uh, the, the drinks were actually. Star Wars inspired as well mm-hmm. and everyone showed like either a Millennium Falcon cube in it or a Death Star cube both times I ordered it I had no cube in it. so finally the second time I was like are you guys stiffing me on my cube what's going on with this cube business and come to find out they have a full-size drink if you want to pay for it and then they have this little dinky shot glass but not free. one person even mentioned that to you like when you no. ordered it they never said like do you want the full-size one with the like I would have paid the difference. I wonder if you could pay the difference on it. I don't know. But, like, wouldn't you think they'd try to upsell you a little bit? They should. It was weird. They would have They would have got money out of me. I know they would have. Yeah. What was your favorite thing? You know, surprisingly enough, I really liked that vegetarian meatloaf that they had. Did it taste like meat? It did. Yeah. Like, it really did. It was really good. Like, I thought it was just going to be a bunch of, like, vegetables mashed together. And mm. I wasn't. There, I was I was following a nutrition plan while we were away. And so I was trying to stick to that. And it wasn't easy because everything was, like, fried and, like, you know, all kinds <laughs> extra of cheese. extra cheesy. And so, but I did find that. And I think it came with, I think it was on mashed potatoes. And then it had, like, a slaw next to it. It was mm. delicious. It was so good. And it, I don't know what it was made out of, but it tasted like real meat. Maybe it was real meat and they just tried to I don't think so. Um, Aside from the food, they had a lot of different entertainment. We mentioned the pictures. We mentioned the meet and greets. They had a discussion panel where they went over Galactic, or Galactic Nights, Galaxy's Edge, which we'll get to in a moment. And then they had like another panel out front. It wasn't really a panel. Yeah, I guess it was. I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm not even going to try it. I'm just going to go with the actor that played Wookiee. It's Junus. Why do you keep saying Wookiee? Chewbacca? Chewbacca. He's a Wookiee. Yeah, but you don't say that... That hit, you, hit the actor. I, <laughs> I don't know. You don't say the actor who played Wookie like that's the uh, name of the character. Wookie, um, Junus, and I can't even get his last name I right. So I'm not even gonna try. So. And they had uh, Ashley Eckstein, who was a, a writer, and she also did some voice acting for Star Wars. So they had, like a little panel out front uh, before the fireworks, and uh, that was really cool as well. So. When you get there, you get your credentials, obviously, and then you get um, a pamphlet showing you all the night's entertainment. So this thing goes from 5 o'clock, actually officially started at 7 o'clock till midnight. Yeah. And you're looking at the stuff you have to do, and you're assuming, you know, I've got tons of time left. What a mistake. You really don't have enough time to do everything. We got all the picture spots in so that we could collect our scavenger stickers. We got a couple meet and greets in. Boy, did we get... I think we only got one meet and greet, really. Yeah. Because the other ones were kind of walk-up things. Uh, we got Darth Vader, which was the only one I really cared about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we enjoyed the panel discussion, obviously, and uh, 
We didn't even get on rock and roller coaster and the other stuff. No. I mean, the, the time just flew. But I mean, we didn't waste the time, and we no. went all night. Like, it's not like we were, you know, thinking like we had all the time in the world, and we just sort of like meandered through. Like, we were running all night. It, it was nonstop. They also had a, a projection show on the Tower of Terror, which that was, was cool. very cool looking. Yeah. And even when we were checking that out, we only checked that one. Well, we it just occurred to me what these two bodies for the last three minutes. It's the name Iron Man. It just wasn't long enough. I still feel as though I got my money's worth. Yeah. I just would have been nice to have maybe two more hours to get a few more things in. I would have liked to have seen Captain Phasma with Ray. I know, Captain Phasma with Kylo Ren. Yeah. And Ray with Chewbacca. If I could have got those two other things in, I would have felt like I got. I feel like. They either needed to make it longer, or if they made it two nights, that would have been cool. Yeah, two nights would have been awesome. Yeah. I would have paid for both nights. It's called Galactic Nights. Yeah, it should be like a weekend event, like they used to do. But yeah, it was a great time. So with the panel discussion, it was basically all about um, Galaxy's Edge, which is the new land coming to Hollywood. It started off with a uh, an introduction by Warwick Davis, and Warwick Davis must be a huge fan of the parks because we saw him wandering around earlier with his family. we kind of bumped into him one time and then uh, saw him just before the, the panel discussion. So he came on, he introduced everybody. He was only on stage for about five minutes and he immediately took off and said he was going back into the parks again. So I, I imagine he's a huge parks fan, let alone just a Star Wars fan. So what they did is they introduced a number of Imagineers that are involved with this Galaxy's Edge. And they had video. Um, each Each Imagineer had a specific role that they're playing in this galaxy's edge uh the star wars land which i'm so geeked up about uh, just to so you guys know danielle left for a second she'll be back in a minute um she's not ignoring me or ignoring you guys the star wars land looks to be like so immersive like we love avatar and, and when i say that i'm not like the biggest avatar fan of all time but we love the the land which we knew we were going to we you could tell that it was going to be something special. Yeah. And that we'd really enjoy it. Actually, we'll get off subject one more time real quick. What happened in Avatar Land while we were there? Oh, you don't want to say that until the weekend? I, I would just mention it real we're quick right here. It? Yeah, just real quick. A snake fell out of one of the light fixtures, and a lady stepped on it, and it was like a whole big commotion. Yeah, we were getting ready to go on Navai River, which we love. Yep. And we had maybe a five-more-minute wait before our fast pass. So Danielle wanted to sit because it had been a long day. And I wanted to go get her a quick drink. So I went to go grab her a drink. And this happened right in front of her. A snake fell, almost hitting a lady. (laughs) And then she stepped back to take a picture, stepped on the snake. And the snake, like, recoiled and kind of went to snap at her. her. And, yes, we put this up on our our crazy for Disney Facebook group. Now, everyone's a snake expert. Something you don't expect to see at Disney. Right. Well, somebody even said, like, um, 
what did she say? Something about like, you need to prepare for where you're going to. And she didn't mean it like you, but I, I kind of made a joke like, well, if you know how to prepare for snakes falling out of the sky yeah. all years, like. I, I mean, we're well aware that maybe a little alligator could come out of the water. Or yeah, snake I mean, come it out can of the happen, water. but it's not, I mean, how many times have we been to Florida in the past like seven or eight years? We've never seen something like that happen. We've ever. never seen a snake, period. I, it, and it was so funny because we had just been talking about how we never saw snakes and we know they're there because people talk about that all the time, but we've never actually seen one, let alone see one fall from the sky. Yeah. As a matter of fact, at the resort we stay at has a, a couple nature trails and it states very clearly in the pamphlet that in the early morning hours, the snakes like to hang from the tree. So if you're going out jogging or walking, <laughs> there's probably snakes, yeah. right? So we're not stupid. We are we totally aware there are snakes, there. There are snakes. But this and is a big one, too. It was a pretty good size. And it was probably a harmless snake, and it was mm -hmm. no big deal. It was just something odd, something you don't normally see. It's yeah, Disney. for sure. I mean, I yeah, you share stuff like that all the time, whether it's good or bad. And right, let's get back to what we were talking about. Well, you're the one who brought it up. I know. I just couldn't help it. I started thinking about that, like, and it just grinds my gears about people. Like, yeah, I, mean, I was thinking about deleting that whole thread because it was annoying me. It, it, the, the whole tone <laughs> of it's like, hey, stupid. <laughs> Don't, no, I don't want to say it. Uh, but anyway, uh, the panel discussion. So they had Warwick Davis introduce everybody. I can't remember any of the names of the people that went out, but they were all very well spoken and did a really good job of explaining their roles in the uh, the Galaxy's Edge. They went and introduced the name of um, <clears throat> Batu is the planet. Batu is the planet that this area is going to be based around. But the little port that you're actually going to be in when you go to Star Wars land is going to be called Black Spire. So Disney's got a whole backstory in this area. It's, uh, I believe they said it used to be like a, a, a town where you get resources. So if you need like uh, fuel for your ship or any right. of that stuff. And eventually it got, it was no longer used. So it became like an outpost for kind of like scoundrels or. Uh, bounty hunters. So it sounds like the the tone of the area is going to be more like dark, like a lot of like weird bounty hunters wandering around looking for you and stuff like that. And I actually read that earlier when they were talking about the interactions that there's a chance where you may have a bounty hunter looking for you. Right. Oh yeah. Because uh, there's going to be some guest interaction if you choose to do it. And I think that's cool if it's you yeah, choose cool. to do it because <laughs> you don't want like a little kid getting freaked out or something. Or you just might not have any interest. You might not be a Star Wars fan, but yeah. you might have appreciation for the actual area and how it looks. I mean, you know, there's how many people do you think are in Avatar land who've probably never seen Avatar? Uh, when we were hanging out with Sarah Wong last night, she said she'd never. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very common that uh, Disney people don't necessarily cross over into sci-fi, and we know it with Star Wars because. We see in our group, like everybody and their mother says, Star Wars, not Disney. It is Disney. It is. I mean. <laughs> Obviously, it's, it's big <laughs> Disney now. Uh, so that's kind of cool that you'll be able to interact at some point. Uh, one of the things they were showing were the props that they're doing for the different rides. Uh, they're doing two rides. One is going to be a Millennium Falcon, a full-size Millennium Falcon, which you're going to lose your mind. Oh, my God. I'm so geeked up just thinking about it. <laughs> so you're going to go in. Obviously, the. The actual Millennium Falcon itself is part of the probably the queue or something or where the actual ride pods are going to be. And uh, you're going to go in this thing and your family are you're going to be sitting in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon and it's going to look like you're flying the Millennium Falcon. And the way they were saying it was that you actually have control over it in some way. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they're going to do that. I mean, you're going to have to have one pilot. You can't have like 15 people in the pod piloting it, right? I'm sure they're going to figure something out, though. I mean, there's probably... They didn't get into a lot of details. They just let you know that it's going to be interactive. 
Yeah, I mean, they can't get into everything, but they, I mean, they told us a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, the other ride they're talking about is um, it's basically going to be fighting the, the First Order. Yeah. Which they showed the ride vehicle, which we've seen the ride vehicle from way back when they actually discussed the opening of this. Uh, what they did show, though, is some of the props on the ride, and one of the props is two full-size AT-AT walkers. That... If, if you don't know what an AT-AT walker is, some people call it the AT-AT, which yeah. is an AT-AT. Come on. Uh, the second Star Wars, the big walkie things, I'm going to explain it for the people who don't know Star Wars. Those giant walkie things are an AT-AT. Uh, they're building two full-size ones, I think they said in Japan. Are they going to be... No, they were there, I thought. No, but they built them in Japan and then shipped the parts oh, over. Oh, I thought that they were building them there. Are they actually going to be functional, too? I couldn't remember if they said. I mean, they're going to have movement. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't believe they're going to be walking. That would be a <laughs> huge be undertaking. And probably not very safe. And they actually showed the pictures actually look like, like artist renderings because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, when they were originally making them, they had just the feet there, and the feet looked gigantic. And then they, I believe they're in... Orlando now. Yeah. They showed them put well, together. Well, yeah, and they kind of like pointed like they're right over there. Yeah, and the guy took a picture of it, like looking up at this thing, and it looked amazing. So I'm beyond geeked up about that as well because that's going to make it even seem more immersive that you got these two giant walkers, and uh, that's going to be a ride where you basically get in a car. They said it's going to be one where it can go in different directions, so it won't be the same ride every time. Right. So that's really cool as well. Um. It was nice seeing like some of the prop guys talking about the level of detail they're they're working on and that the I wish I could remember the name of the gentleman that was talking about how he's flown to locations all over the world to get just the right things for the land. Even when building ships, they went out to a uh, an airplane graveyard out in California. Well, and they were working with the people who did the props for the movies and had them take them to, like, the shops where they bought the props oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, the level of detail they're worrying about is unreal. I mean, they could just throw it together and people probably wouldn't notice, but they're really – they're not just going for the Disney fan. They're not trying to impress Disney. No, they're making sure that they're – The Star Wars doing... fans well, are taking care of. Well, tell about the voice actor. See, I was going to look up the guy's name, oh. and it's going to make me – I should have taken notes. But here's what happened. We got home today, and – we got a couple things out of the way, and then I passed out. <laughs> like, literally passed out. I, I tried to wake you up at one point, and you said something about snailing. Is that a thing that you say, or were you dreaming? I might have been dreaming. What happened? You were like, I'm just snailing right now. And I was like, what? And you said, snailing, you know, like going slow, like a snail. <laughs> you don't remember that? Is that for real? Yeah, and I was like, and you were mad at me because I didn't know what you were talking about. Wow. You need to record things like that. <laughs> I need proof of that actually happening. Oh, it was bizarre. So anyway, there's, there's a character, uh, Nin Nub, which uh, he plays a pilot in one of the episodes, and they brought him back for the new movie. And uh, he's going to be a central figure within or, uh, Galaxy's Edge. So they recorded his voice way back for, was it the original movie? Yeah. He was an exchange student over here from, was it Niger? No, he was from Kenya. Kenya. So this guy went back into obscurity. He recorded this and then went back to Kenya and lived a normal life. Uh, the people at Lucasfilms decide they're going to use him for this thing and want the actual actor that... That did it originally because they were using the same character and they wanted it to be legit. 
so they found this guy like out of blue. It was so cool. The only thing that I was disappointed about with that was that they actually interviewed him and they aired the video of it, but I couldn't. It was he had a very heavy accent. Very I wish they yeah. had included subtitles because I would have loved to have heard like and understood like what he was saying. But I mean, I just thought that was like such a cool thing to do. His name was Kip Sang Rotich. Hmm. I probably butchered that, but it's something I'm sure like you that. Did. But it was very cool seeing that little video on uh, how he was surprised. Actually, I think they were looking for voice actors. And oh, and other people. Well, and they said something about, or he said something that, like, other people were claiming to be him because they yes. wanted the job. And his brother so actually contacted him and let him know that they were looking for they him. They were having a hard time finding him. So that was a very cool video as well. Um, i trying to think what else they had there as far as any new news. Um, I the fact that it's called the Black Spire Outpost was the biggest that thing, was the I guess. Biggest, yeah. Uh, which is cool. That's a cool name, Black yeah. Spire Outpost. Um, we're we're just real excited to do it now. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I think it's gonna be really cool. I think our daughter is really gonna like it, even though she's not like huge in the Star Wars, but I think she's gonna really, really enjoy this new land. Well, as, as obviously the first time I ever did Star Tours as a Star Wars fan, and this was going back 25 years ago. We talked about, oh, my God, could you imagine if there was a Star Wars land? So I'm geeked up beyond belief. But for somebody like you who enjoys the movies but isn't, like, over the top with Star Wars, is this a land that you're looking forward to more than any of the other ones, or is it pretty much on par with Toy Story or Avatar? I, I mean, I am I am looking forward to it more than Toy Story. I think Toy Story um, is going to be fun, but it's and I mean, it's not that I'm not looking forward to it, but it just doesn't seem like as exciting to me. The Toy Story Land. Yeah. Yeah, we um, we walk by. You can't really see much when you walk by. You can kind of catch some trees over the fencing. Yeah. I, I peeked underneath the fence and saw the big woody that's uh, at the welcome area. And yeah, it, it seems like a smaller area, not as interactive. The rides are definitely nowhere near as inspired. Um, I think the Slinky Dog ride is going to be kind of fun, though. Oh, it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm, I know both rides will be fun, but they're just yeah. run-of-the-mill fun, whereas this, uh, if they could pull it off, like, that's what I keep thinking about. These Star Wars rides seem so ambitious, and that's what I love from Disney. I, I mean, they're not afraid of that. No, not in the least bit. And if they pull it off like the way they say they're going to pull it off, I, I can't believe how big that park is going to be. They're yeah. going to have to expand on it. I'm sure they will. Point. I'm sure they will. But yeah, I mean, I think part of it too, like for me is like, I, I mean, I, I do, I like Star Wars, but I'm not obviously on par with like you or Toddy, but I like seeing you get excited about stuff. Like I <laughs> like, it's just like with your kids, you know, like yeah. you're, you're like another one of my kids kind of, but um, you know, when we, when Maya was little and we used to take her to see the princesses and she'd get so excited, like it's the same kind of feeling. Like I love to see you get excited about stuff. Cause I know like it just makes you so like happy and, yeah, and it's going to reach a new level of Star Wars or Disney fan. I mean, I know people that have been talking about this. Like, they would spend every day of their trip at Star Wars Land. So I'm very curious to see what the crowds are going to be like. It's it's probably going to be insane. Yeah, it's going to be really tough. I'm hoping that we get some sort of pass holder preview so we can check it out like we did. But, I mean, it's even going to be crazier than Avatar Land, I think. Pandora. Well, that's the thing that's impressive about Pandora is – Every time we go on our trip now, we go to Pandora, and it's not always necessarily to go on a ride because we've been over there where we don't have fast passes, and we will never wait an hour for either one of those rides. But we always go there regardless to check out the detail and how beautiful it is, even though we've seen it already yeah. a, a number of times. We were there 
Sunday night, or no, Monday night. And uh, we did have fast passes for Nave River, but we were there twice. Yeah. And we were just hanging out, like kind of jaw dropping, looking at all the yeah, lights and the mountains and all that. So, and the, the level of detail is pretty impressive at Avatar. The way they're talking about the details at Star Wars Land, it, it sounds like even a notch above that. So, I think you can just have like a new group of Star Wars fans just walking through there in awe. And it's going to pick up so many new fans of the movie. I mean, we go on our Crazy for Disney Facebook group, and I can't tell you the amount of people go, oh, what? I've never seen a Star Wars. I think this is the type of thing that's actually going to put people over the edge. Well, yeah, like you're going to want to see the movies so that you know what's going on. You don't want to be out of the loop when you're in that park. I guess we ought to talk about Solo before we end the podcast as well. Uh, we gave a real quick review about it before we left because we saw it for the uh, Thursday Night Fan Fest. It didn't do well. That and, makes me so sad. You know what's pretty weird is it had like, I think it had like one of the biggest opening day Memorial Day weekends in like past five years or something, but they still say it's like a failure because it didn't hit projected numbers. And um, there's a number of theories on it. One, it's because it didn't come out in December like all the other Star Wars films. The other one I hate hearing is that there's Star Wars saturation, that they're putting too much Star Wars out. And the reason why I hate hearing that is because that makes studios pull back on right. new ideas. Right. Because before we left, we started hearing possibly a Lando movie, um, an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. I love that. Isn't that already in the works, though, the Kenobi movie? Uh, they say, you know, until I actually see, you know, actors know. together and filming going on, I don't believe anything. Uh, so my my biggest concern is that if this movie doesn't do, you know, the billions of dollars that all the other ones do, that it's going to pull back on different productions. And uh, that would be too bad because for those of you that haven't seen it, oh, you're giving me that look. What, what, what am I supposed to say there? I don't know. For those of you, whenever I say for those of you, she gives me this look or like you, this. Well, no, it, just, it makes me laugh. You could just say if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Go see it. It's it's a really like even if you're not a Star Wars fan and uh, you don't really know anything about Han Solo or Chewbacca. You'll learn about him. It's a, I mean you could see this movie without having seen the other. Like you might not get some of those little inside stories and stuff, but I mean you're gonna understand. It, it, it's a great movie, and it's a really it's a big shame if people don't get out there and see it, and because uh, you will enjoy. It. I think the cinema score on it's an A minus. So. For a, uh, an action movie like that, that's a good score. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. It was so good. I really, I mean, it, it was up there with, like, one of my favorites. It has good people. I mean, Amelia Clark is, like, a huge star right now because of Game of Thrones. She's in it. Which we love. And, um... No, what's Childish Gambino's real Donald name? Glover. Donald Glover. I couldn't think of it. He's, like, <laughs> the coolest guy on the planet. He was in it, and he was amazing in that role. Like... Yeah, he was so good that so there's good. talk of having a Lando movie yes. that he stars on his own. But which, if this movie doesn't do well, they probably won't do that. That's a big issue. If if two characters can't pull off a movie, then you know, going off with just Lando on his own mm-hmm. is even a bigger risk. And these movies are very expensive to make, and especially this one, because they had the issues in the beginning where yeah. uh, they had to bring in Ron Howard and replace the original directors. So there's a lot of reshooting and... Uh, Boy, I think the budget they said was like $250 million. So obviously they're going to make that money back. They but, will, uh, but it's just disappointing. I was I was sad to, to read that. So if you haven't seen it yet, please go see it. Go see it multiple times. Without a doubt. Get out there and see it. We've seen it once already. And, and we're, we're going to go see it again. again. Well, I missed some of it because of Maya. So 
Those kids. Kids ruin our everything. Kids ruin all the fun. Yeah, we actually we didn't bring our kids with us on this trip just because uh, we wanted to try the Galactic Nights without kids <laughs> driving us. Well, nuts. that would have been a tough one. I don't I don't know that she really would have enjoyed that. Uh, I don't know. The panel and waiting in line for all the pictures and stuff. I don't think she would have been okay with that. Yeah, I mean, getting back to the Galactic Nights, it it had a Star Wars feel throughout the park, and I wish they would do that every day. It was nothing but <laughs> Star Wars music from one to the other. It, the one thing I didn't like, and maybe it's because I'm old. Probably. Like, these crazy kids. They had a uh, a DJ there over by the rock and roller coaster. And that music was so that loud. That was really loud. Like the other DJ that they had like in the middle there. Did you see he was up on top of the Frozen yeah. um, sing-along place? Um, but the one over by rock and roller coaster, like I couldn't even, like even shouting, I couldn't it, hear it was my, no own, use. my own voice. Yeah, so we had, when we walked by there to get over to one of the uh, character meet and greets, I didn't bother trying to talk to anybody because you literally could not hear anybody. That was a little annoying. And I don't know if that's a, a thing of old age, like <laughs> we just don't understand it or something, but I think that could have been a little quieter, but all the, the star Wars theme music throughout the park was, boy, it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. And that's one of the reasons why we love doing the star Wars runs. It's from the star Wars music uh, going on the whole time. It gets you so time. pumped up when you're running. It really does. It does. I, even for me, like, I, I mean, I know you get like really like, Ugh. yeah. But even for me, like, and even now, like, if we're not running a race and I hear that music, I'm like, let's go run. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, character meet and greets that we did do were phenomenal. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Danielle got freaked out oh. by Darth Vader, like always. Yeah, but I got really freaked out by the sand people. Yeah, they grunted at Danielle they and grunted, she got nervous. Like they, well, it was just weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was creepy. And then who else made a noise at me? Donald Duck. Donald oh. Duck scared you. No, he didn't scare me. <laughs> he just made a noise at me. But no, I think... No, the stormtroopers didn't make a noise at me, but they liked my outfit. We were oh, that's, twinning. That's one of the things I didn't mention was the march. Oh. And this is what a nerd <laughs> I am. Uh, if you've been to Hollywood Studios in probably the past year, year and a half, they do a march every day. And it's Captain Phasma leading the new – what are you – what's the matter there? I'm You're leaking? My, I don't know. If my, um, my favorite <laughs> water mug. I, don't, I think it's just dripping down from the side. Sorry. <laughs> Got me off topic now. Captain Phasma leads the New Order Stormtroopers down Hollywood onto the stage, and they do a little stage thing real quick. For Galactic Knights, Darth Vader was going to do it. And me being a nerd, I was like, well, those Stormtroopers didn't exist when, when Darth Vader was alive. So I'm like, I hope they're authentic and they bring the old Stormtroopers in. And to Disney's credit, they did. And um, boy, but it was a little weird. It was kind of we thought it was going to be like, if you've seen it before, the very entrance of Hollywood Studios, they march from there down the street and go up onto the stage. So we're getting all dorked out. We're up on the street waiting for Darth Vader to come. And it's one of the uh, Imperial officers leading the, the march. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? There's no Darth Vader. So uh, they do a little show and the stormtroopers get in your face, which I have some really good video of. Yeah, you um, do. I was trying to annoy one of the stormtroopers. He was like, I asked him to smile for me. <laughs> so he was like right in the face of my camera, which was really cool. Cause yeah, they like that. Yeah, Disney, the people that play Disney characters in Disney World are all amazing. Oh, yeah. It, it's really cool. So anyway, they they do that. And then Darth Vader starts at the stage and walks back with the uh, the stormtroopers. And it's Boy, I'm such a dork with us. It was cool. Like, I, you were freaking out because he wasn't there, but I knew they were going to – I mean, they wouldn't say that he was leading right. the march, so they had him lead them out, and they did, like, the little stage show and everything, but I thought it was really well done. I wish you took, like, video of me, though. 
It's like a 48-year-old fangirl. Oh, my God, their fan is coming. I'm really glad that I didn't because I'm really glad that I don't have Our kids don't ever that. see that. And I can eventually block it out of my memory. Yeah, someday. Probably no time soon. After lots and lots of alcohol. So I would say if you get a chance and they do it again next year, which I really hope they do because I'm definitely doing it just to give you a heads up. Oh, I know. Uh, go and check this out. Go to Galactic Nights. Uh, boy, next year. I mean, they, they reannounced the opening of the parks, which was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. We, they did it a week ago at uh, one of the D23 events. The Star Wars Land and Disneyland is opening in the summer. And then the new one in Disney World is opening in the fall of next year. So if they do the same thing, Galactic Nights in May, uh, you obviously Star Wars Land won't be open yet, right. but you'll get a little more info on what's going on probably. Uh, oh, the one other thing we should mention before we go as well is they did drone footage from inside the park on what's built so far. I mean, if you've been there recently, you can see the mountains as you drive into the parking lot. You can see these huge mountains going up. But they did some aerial footage with drones, and you can see these buildings taking shape. You can see walkways. I mean, obviously, there's no foliage or anything in there yet, no trees or any of that garbage. But um, you could definitely see it taking shape. It's moving along very quickly. And that's one of the things they said, that they have people working 24 hours a day on this stuff. And it's it's a much bigger undertaking that we than we knew. Because it's not only going on in Orlando, it's going on across the world. They have uh, film pieces going on in the U.K., which was really cool because they wanted to use the UK because a lot of the Star Wars movies are filmed there. So they showed some of the um, the people setting up props uh, with these partial X-Wings filming stuff or A-Wings filming stuff. We discussed the thing in Japan where they're building the, I want to say Japan, but it could have been somewhere else. I'm, I'm really not sure. I don't remember that part. But I, they, they were showing where they're building these giant ads. So it's this giant undertaking. We discussed the guy with the props is going all over the world to you know find clothing and all the little details for the ships and for the land so it, it's on a, such a huge scale and they've got to get this all wrapped up and done by the fall of next year yeah so that's got to be super stressful because we've seen what's going on with toy story land which is a to me a much smaller undertaking and it looked like it was almost done like six months ago right and they're still scrambling at this point trying to get that thing done and ready for june 30th would you please do AP pass holder previews? Well, I think from what a lot of people said, they haven't announced it because they're, it's not ready. they don't know when it's going to be ready for sure. Yeah. So uh, if you get a chance to see this thing next year, do it. I'm sure Danielle is being a normal Star Wars fan. You you would definitely do it. Oh, yeah. I want to do it again. Yeah. So uh, it was a very good time. And Disney does everything right as usual. And Saturday, oh, I should give out a word. We're going to go and give away. Throughout the parks, they did a couple little giveaways, which I thought was nice. They did the stickers that we talked about. And basically what you got was a huge lanyard. And on the back, you they had like um, silhouettes of different ships. And as you went to these meet and greets, they gave you stickers to put on the back of the lanyard. That was really cool. The other thing they did is if you had receipts for the solo movie, which I did not. You want to see somebody panicking, trying to find a receipt for like a dollar patch. That was me. <laughs> uh, if you could show some type of proof that you actually paid to see Solo, they had a little patch for it, which I thought was really nice. Uh, on the way out, they gave you a mini poster, which was kind of cool. And then they gave you a pack of cards, which I have to check and see if I have the cards from last year's 
Galactic. Night. Oh yeah, because there's a map on it. Yeah, there's a map on it, and the new um, the new cards complete the map, which I think is kind of cool. It's a little tiny detail that you know that they worry about that most people wouldn't. Um, yeah, I got just lost my train of thought. So <laughs> they did have a lot of cool giveaways. Think giveaways. I mean, you paid to get in there. Yeah, you paid I mean, a lot of money to get in there. They weren't free. But you basically paid for the event. You didn't pay for the little giveaways. So I think it's nice that they do that. Uh, and they also did some merchandise, like always. Always. We got our t-shirts. We got Galactic Night t-shirts. I got a pin. Uh, I got a lanyard for Galaxy's Edge, did which you was really cool. His shirt? I did. Do you like it? He did. Nice. And. Um, yeah, the merchandise was kind of mellow, though. It wasn't, it wasn't over the top. They didn't have a ton of stuff. No. Basically, just the, the T-shirts, the pins. I didn't even see a hat. I don't remember seeing a hat either. Yeah. So, I mean, we got our stuff, and, uh, and we got other. We did? So, this weekend, we'll do another podcast, either Saturday or Sunday or Friday. Yeah, I'm going to be a podcast in full. Yeah, because, Danielle, you want to mention your other podcast quick? Yeah, so I'm starting a podcast. I think I'm going to do my first broadcast next Tuesday, which is the week from tonight. I have five interviews scheduled for this week that I'll be broadcasting. Um, the podcast is going to go twice a week, so I'll be broadcasting those over the next several weeks. Um, what do you – oh. <laughs> No, I was just, so I'm sorry. Finish up and then I'll show you. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, um, the podcast is called Bells and Balance. Bell is spelled like Bell from Beauty and the Beast. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm just going to be talking to some pretty cool women that I know and talking about how to keep your life in balance and stay healthy and happy. That's very cool. And I won't be on it. No, you're not invited. I've been told already that I will be staying away and to leave her alone. Well, I mean, it's, it's for women who want to be healthy <laughs> and you're a man who could care less about being healthy so yeah actually as soon as i got home today i ran over and got uh Taco Taco Bell. Bell. Uh, i did i interrupted danielle for a second there it, they were discussing with these new cards that we received uh they match up with the cards from last year they gave out cards that have like a little bit of a map on the back and then the new cards complete the map but i'm looking at the back of the cards from last year um oh you did have them yeah i do have them sweet and I noticed that the Black Spire was already mentioned. Really? Which well, is kind of weird. They probably just didn't, like, you didn't know what that was. Yeah, but I mean, it's right there, Black Spire Station. Cool. Or Black Spire Station. Black Spider Station. <laughs> so, yeah, we will be on this weekend. We will discuss our trip and uh, all the nonsense we dealt with, all the people we got to see. Uh, it, it's been, become a really fun thing for us to go out to Disney now because... Obviously, it's Disney, so you're going to have fun. Yeah, but we have friends everywhere now. Yeah, I mean, uh, we had people, I mean, before we even got to... Before we even left <laughs> the we got on the plane, <laughs> we had people stop us on the plane and that were members of our Crazy for Disney group. If you're not a member, get in there, Crazy for Disney, on Facebook. Uh, Why do we say it like that? i just try to get it in there real quick. Well, yeah, but you could say it normal. I want to say it the way I say it. You sound like a lunatic. <laughs> But yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we get in line. The people in front of us are in their group, and yeah, yeah. we get stopped constantly. When we went to pick up our magnets, the person handing out the magnets was yes. in the group. <laughs> so actually, no, her, her mother, mother listens, listens to, to the, the podcast. podcast. So uh, that's very interesting, and we'll discuss all that and uh, some of the weird things that happened. Was we discussed the snake. We had rides breaking down. Yeah. We had uh, talk about it. Then. We had a tropical storm that didn't happen. You know, there was all sorts of nonsense going on. So we had a very fun trip, and you know, we, we'd love to discuss it all with you guys and keep you all informed. So we're gonna get going. Um, 
I'll probably do a live feed at some point too. But we're gonna do a giveaway, and we're gonna give away a solo pin. They were handing them out. I'm pretty sure they're they're park exclusives. They're really cool looking. They're square pins, and it's like a movie poster for the solo movie. So I'm gonna use the word Wookie because that was what I would have picked. I was because I thought you were gonna put me on the spot. I was gonna say you were Wookie. thinking Wookie. Yes. Because I said that the the guy played a Wookie. That's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> So if you PM me the word Wookie, you'll be entered for a chance to win. We'll announce the winner on the next podcast. Uh, this is one you'll really like to win. We got a, I think we got three of them. So I'm going to give one to Danielle. I'm going to keep one for myself. And the You're other one. Give one to Danielle. I was up with that with you. I earned one. No, you did not actually. Yes, I did. I got two of them from somebody that we know. Yeah. Gave them to me. Right, but we could have also gone up and gotten them. Did you? No, but we. Then could you have. did not earn it. <laughs> The Didn't third, I earn it by putting up with you all night? The third one, and I'll mention this before we go, was given to me by a cast member who was extremely sweet, and I can't remember her name. I can't remember either. We happened to just be passing her over by Muppet Vision 3D, and I said, oh, I love – actually, she said something about our pen. I was wearing uh, one of our podcast yep. pens, so I gave her our podcast pen, Trade. and I saw hers. I'm like, oh, that solo one's awesome. She goes, oh, you can have it. So I thought that was very sweet, but uh, we were going to go grab more of them at Guest Relations and got lazy. I think we just ran out of time. <laughs> we had to see a humanity coming behind us. We <laughs> wanted to get the hell out of there. So we will see you guys either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I will let you guys know in the group ahead of time. If you're not in the Crazy for Disney group, just look for us. We're on iTunes and what are we on? iTunes. Google Play. Google Play. Spreaker. Spreaker. That's it right now, I think, because iHeartRadio and Spotify, we're still coming. waiting. They TuneIn Radio we're on. Oh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, we're on TuneIn Radio. Cool. We're on all sorts of From stuff. From what I've heard, though, most people only listen on iTunes or on our A lot of us link. do. So. Oh, okay. we got to end. We've got eight We're seconds. already over. We are? Yeah. Oh. Well, if you're listening back to it, you can still hear us. So we're going to get going, and we thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you this weekend. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.